Okay. Hopefully everything's working. Again, just had to update the software, so we shall see. Not to mention, you know, my internet sucks. So, before we get into all the news and stuff, just going through my little notepads and stuff. Some good information for you to have is how long it's going to take you to walk or bike home in worst case scenario if we get hit by like an EMP. Again, said last uh, two summers ago, I went to my sister's house to visit my parents when they were back in the country. 18 days walking from her place back to mine. Five days by bike. Some random stuff that you should probably, you know, know. So you know how much supplies you need to have on you while traveling. Second. That's really it, really. Anyway, so. Hope you guys are having a great morning. Hope you're enjoying everything that's. You know. You find enjoyable, I guess. Yeah, so when I'm done with this, I get to pack the kids off to school, and I have to head to a funeral today. But anyway, enough with that. So, start off with, Illinois legislators seek to utilize non-citizens for military and police, despite pushback. Again, in Illinois, they are pushing for... Or the bill, governor wants it, bill is getting pushed through to allow non-citizens to be um, or, um, to be deputized by the sheriff's department and be given badges by the police departments. Their local statesmen are saying that, you know, we can't have non-citizens arresting citizens. It's against Illinois' constitution. They say they don't care. They're going to pass it. But the senators from Illinois want this measure to be pushed through the federal government to allow non-citizens to be in the military. Now, I will say there kind of already are. Okay, when I was in guy on my ship, I think his parents migrated from China to the U.S. when he was like one or, or two or three, something like that. He joined, but the difference was he was already going through the process of becoming a naturalized citizen. His third year in the Navy, he was able to take the test, pass the test, and he changed his name to... Darren, which is the English version of his Chinese name. What I'm saying is, they want to take people that don't have green cards or visas or anything like that and allow them to go into the military for citizenship. Which again, even when I was in, being in the service did not guarantee citizenship. Like, you saw to take the test. Had to pass the test. So, I am against non-citizens, let me phrase that, 
if they are willing to take the citizenship test and become a citizen, I'm cool with them joining the service. But if they don't value the U.S.'s customs, policies, freedoms, then no, they should not be allowed. Fun fact. Again, this isn't financial advice, <clears throat> but, you know, you should check out reports like this. Global Small Arms Industry and Analyst Reports 2023-2030 to 2030. U.S. Dominates Global Arm Race <clears throat> So the overall market for small arms as of 2022 was 8.7 billion dollars projected to go up to 10.8 billion other fun fact the United States accounts for 3.8 billion of the 8.7 billion 44% 44% of the small arms industries is funded by the United States. That includes government and civilian. So this report also points out a handful of players to watch in the future. The top one that they have is BAE Systems PLC, which there's another report out of maritime surveillance. So surveilling all the oceans and securing all oceans. And they're also on that watch list as well as players to watch in the coming years. But Browning, Heckler & Koch, Colt, Glock, Daniel Defense, Barrett are some of the major ones that this international reporting hold on, how they describe themselves give them credit researchandmarkets.com recommends those companies see Biden says that he is a Zionist and will continue to provide military assistance to Israel until they get rid of Hamas. But they have to be careful. The whole world's public opinion can shift overnight, and we can't have that. Basically, reverting back to the backlash that he's getting from these college students in the United States. <clears throat> Um, Lloyd Austin praises Zelensky and says that American support of its country's fight against Russia is one of the greatest causes of our time. And of course, you know, we'll cover it more some of the other articles that I have, but Zelensky's here for the push for the $61.4 billion. Lockheed Martin delivers its 800 Thad Interceptor. 
So, you know, we can intercept ballistic missiles. I wonder if I have that article in here. I don't think I do. But... Oh, the U.S. is bragging about its upgraded systems for intercepting ballistic missiles. The funny thing about that is, the video I watched, the test subject was pulled out of the back of a plane <clears throat> on parachutes in his carriage. And from the video, the intercept looked like it happened while it's still in its carriage. Problem with that is, if it's in its carriage, it's not highly maneuverable. All of our foes keep saying they have highly maneuverable ballistic missiles. So, there's some like 15 different articles I came across touting this amazing new development that we have, and I was, watched the video, I was like, no. Oh, I got take ups again. Oh, excuse me. So, there's something going on with the U.S. military. U.S. pilot ejects as F-16 crashes into sea near South Korea. Back in May, they had a second... Back in May, they had the first F-16 crash into some farmland in South Korea. You had the V-22 Osprey crash just the other week. Which they recovered... Last article I read about that, they recovered seven out of the eight missing airmen. Had the Osprey crash in New Zealand, Australia, wherever it was when they were doing training down there with... I know at least one Marine was injured. Not sure if there's any deaths in that one. Or I can't remember. Lockheed Martin, again, not financial advice, but if you're going to invest money, look into defense and firearms because there's always a need for that, apparently. But Lockheed Martin rolls out the first F-35 for Belgium's Air Force. And basically stating that by Belgium upgrading the F-35s, they will be able to support NATO and other allies and continue interoperational Security. It's time for Sweden to grow its navy. So, Sweden just joined NATO, in case you didn't know. But the big thing is Sweden's navy has. Seven corvettes, two patrol vessels, half dozen minesweepers, and four submarines. NATO's largest navy in the Baltic is Germany, with six corvettes, 12 frigates, six submarines, and various support vessels. Now... Frigates are small as shit. They're smaller than a destroyer. I don't even know if the U.S. Navy uses frigates anymore. 
Corvette is even smaller. We don't have it. We have patrol boats. We have PTs, which they tend to use for, you know, intercoastal coastal waterways. So I don't know. I'm assuming Corvette's close to the same size as that. Real small. So the navies in the Baltic are not that impressive with Russia or them expecting Russia to get 20 new ships in their Baltic Navy. Ukraine, <clears throat> excuse me, is acquiring two minesweepers from the UK. And more if we don't stop Russia and Ukraine, we're going to be fighting among NATO countries. Germany's highest ranking soldier came out on Saturday and basically said that Russia's going to invade Germany and it's going to be a defensive war. Um, October, they voted on defense measure to send to Kiev worth 1.1 billion and he is concerned about the rearming of Russia at the moment again Russia's in a full-on war economy he added that Germany well, let's see that we might have to fight a defensive war one day he also says that they're not ready to fight a defensive war yet, but they will be in a year or two. They just have to get... So, if you know war is coming to you, and you're claiming it's a quote-unquote defensive war on your part, you should be able to dig in. But, again, this is modern times, not World War One, World War Two. It's a lot harder to set up defensive measures... When everything's been industrialized around the borders. Again. Do I think that. Russia's going to invade a NATO country. No. Again. Not yet at least. It's possible that they might. As of right now. I think that it's. They're just focused strictly on. Their land bridge. Through Ukraine. But now, if the U.S. gets involved with Iran, or China, or Venezuela, and our attention is divided, then I believe yes. I actually believe if the U.S. gets sucked into, let's say, Venezuela, then, or, if the U.S. gets sucked into a fight with Iran, then I believe that China will move on Taiwan Russia will go after NATO countries and we'll have to have some sort of support down in Venezuela. So, let's dive into the rest of the news. First thing which makes me believe that we're going to war with Iran is because commercial ship in flames after Red Sea missile attack. 
Uh, latest update on this was the USS Mason has responded. They weren't in the immediate area when the missiles were fired from Yemen. From the Iranian-backed group at, that struck this. And if I remember right, this was a Norway. So it flies the flag of Norway. So you got that. Yeah. The rest of the news up here, we're going to just bounce around all over the place. So if you're getting ready for work, let it play. I'll hit you with some headlines. Maybe this stuff will load. All right. Department of Defense. U.S. support for Ukraine is unshakable. So again, Zelensky's in the country. Funny thing, last week he couldn't do the virtual meeting because, you know, war. He was down in Argentina for the inauguration of their new president. Now he's up here in the U.S. He have the article somewhere up here. You know, he's invited to a meeting in the White House with the president and the Speaker of the House. And he's supposed to be addressing Senate today, trying to drum up before their money runs out. Which, again, honestly, at this point, again, I don't give two shits. And the biggest thing, again, for me, I don't like Zelensky at all. Zelensky just rubs me the wrong freaking way. So, but Lloyd Austin praises him and says that it's unshakable. We will keep supporting Ukraine no matter what. So after over the weekend, they threatened to... If we don't pass the bill, we will be sending our own sons and daughters into the fray. Uh, hold on a second. We'll see what the dog's barking at. Apparently, dog wants to go chase some squirrels or something. But all right. Anyway, so again, you had congressmen, senators stating that if we don't fund Ukraine, we're going to be sending American troops in. So, like always, fuck Congress. They're assholes. All right, you, uh, you, bleh, 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 EU state to reduce welfare payments to Ukrainian refugees. So, right now, Ireland is paying the 100,000 Ukrainian refugees 220 euro per week. They're saying that those payments won't change, but every new refugee coming in is going to get the standard 3850. Again, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with them not paying any refugees anything. Again, if you actually pull up the UN's refugee whole thing, 
to claim refugee status, you have to claim it at the closest country to where you're fleeing from. So Ukraine would have to claim it in like Poland. You know, one of their bordering countries. Was it Poland, Hungary, Slovakia? One of those countries. So I've talked about it before where Poland truckers are blocking border checkpoints with Ukraine. I didn't realize that it spilled over to Hungary and Slovakia because they're all pissed off that they have to pay for these outrageous fees and what is it? Unfairly treated by existing EU policies because their Ukrainian counterparts do not have to purchase expensive permits. So again, this is affecting humanitarian aid and military aid going into Ukraine. One way they got around it is putting all the stuff onto trains, training it in. But all these EU countries have to pay for these high permits. The truck drivers have to have these permits. Which I want to say... We're in Germany. We had to get a permit for the rental vehicle to go into Austria. Well, Ukrainian truck drivers don't have to <clears throat> pay for any of these permits. They just let them come in, do what they need to do, and go back to Ukraine. <clears throat> so all these other countries are blocking their truck drivers for, you know unfair treatment <clears throat> excuse me so the blockade is getting bigger basically all surrounding countries are blocking Ukrainian truck drivers alright so the Navy tested um, a torpedo tube recovery drone so the Navy has tested it, end-to-end -end tested, launching a underwater drone and recovering it, and it all went successful for their first test. So, it's the Virginia-class attack submarines. <clears throat> uh, just more advancements. In our weapons arsenal, I guess. I don't know how you... <clears throat> but yeah, so... The U.S. Navy now has the capability to launch and recover underwater drones from submarines while they're submerged. Cool. Great. Advancement technologies. Always good. But again, with all the stuff, you need to be prepared because... The country preparing to go to war. That's all there is to it. We're going to war sooner rather than later. So you need to be ready. Because the country is preparing. Just 
stock up. Be prepared. Shit's getting stupid. But, here we go. Bill seeks to raise fitness standards for Army's close combat forces. <clears throat> Again, we hit a stage where standards are being reduced because people couldn't pass them. Now they're passing a bill that standards are going up a little bit, but they should be easier if you're in relatively good fitness to pass them. Come on, Internet. So basically it's your <clears throat> infantry, your engineers, artillery, special forces, and cavalry. And then those, just a handful of your ratings. So an 11A, 11 Bravo, 11 Charlie, 12 Alpha, 12 Bravo, 13 Alpha, 13 Foxtrot, 18A, or Alpha, 18 Bravo, 18 Charlie, 18 Delta, 19A, or Alpha, 19 Charlie, 19 Delta, 19 Kilo, 19 Zulu. <clears throat> Where's it at? So, max deadlift, 100, or... Three repetitions, all ages, require male soldiers, 140, and 120 for females. I read that and I laughed. Don't know how much I can deadlift now, because I haven't done it in years. But when I weighed 140 pounds in high school, when I was powerlifting, I was putting up 500 pounds. So, if you walk a lot, if you run a lot, you have extremely strong leg muscles. Deadlift should be easy because a lot of it's coming from the legs. Standing power throw, six meter throw. Don't. I'm going to assume you know standing shot put because I don't know what a standing power throw is. Hand release push up. You need to be able to do ten. Sprint drag carry. Plank. You got to do a minute thirty. Two mile run. 22 minutes. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, damn, when I was in the service, again, I was in the Navy, we had to do a mile and a half. Now again, I was a freak. I'm a little different. Had full ride scholarships for cross country and track. And I said, screw school. So I joined the military. We had to do a mile and a half. I was on a mile and a half in six minutes. Right, two miles and eight. Eight fifteen, I think, was my PR in high school. So I'm like, damn, twenty-two minutes. Now I'm like, whew, I might be able to do it. That's so. In twenty twenty, Senator, Democrat from New York, and Democrat from Connecticut. Fellow members of both House and Senate Armed Services Committee, blah, 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 noting a 
consistent 10% failure for male soldiers and 65% failure for females. So, since there are so many female failures and a handful of male failures, they lowered the standard. And now they've changed it to be more easily passed, but still saying that there's fitness standards. Instead of saying you can't make the standard, you can't be in the military, they just lower the standards. Again, the Air Force isn't now allowing people up until their 40s to enlist. <laughs> comes a time where your Army Marine Corps, Navy and Air Force Special Forces all have to have a certain fitness level to be able to do their jobs. Lowering standards are making them a little bit easier so the majority of more people can pass them does not help. There's other branches you can go into that have less standards that you can still do something. Okay, so now I get really upset when they lower the standards because, you know, 65% of females can't pass it and 10% of males can't pass it. You can't pass that standard, get the fuck out. You want to know why there's a problem in recruiting? It's because you guys made having pride in your country, you know, a curse word. Can't have pride in your country. You shouldn't join the military. Our country's racist and evil. So you're letting people get in that should not be in. The DF-26B, China has a new missile that can strike a Navy aircraft carrier from 2,500 miles away. Again, so, I don't know how much has changed. When I was in, aircraft carriers have no defense mechanisms other than the aircraft on board. That's why they always go on a strike route. Destroyers. Well, it used to be frigates, which they don't have anymore, and cruisers. So, like, there's a torpedo inbound, and, like, a destroyer can't take it down in time. The destroyer's supposed to turn broadside and take the hit for the aircraft carrier. China's saying they have missiles that they can strike aircraft carriers with and sink them. This one, before, you had to be closer to the Indo-Pacific or in the Indo, in the China region. Now... We have a naval base in Guam. These missiles can hit carriers leaving Guam, is what they're stating. So, as far as ways Guam could be affected. So now, could their missiles really sink an aircraft carrier? Possibly. Even though aircraft carriers don't have defense, really outside of aircraft, they are solid steel. I don't remember how thick the hulls are on them, but they're extremely... It will take a lot to sink an aircraft carrier, we'll put it that way. I mean, our battleships were hardened during World War II. 
our modern aircraft carriers have a little bit better technology. Pretty sure they could withstand a missile hit from China, but you never know. So, China wanted to get their hands on a Chinook. They bribed a Taiwanese pilot to land a Chinook on one of their aircraft carriers. They actually, so, the pilot that was being bribed and the guy that set it up had both been arrested. China hasn't got their hands on a U.S. Chinook. Basically, a retired Taiwanese pilot who they're paying, where is it, 600 or $6,355 a month. Was arrested. The pilot, they deposited a million dollars and oh, they said that they'll give him the 15 once the Chinook sold. So, both those gentlemen were arrested, and China's out of much money and never got Chinook. Alright, the Army Reservist that went on that shooting spree back in... When was it? Whenever it was. Killed 18 people, injured 13. Um, section of his brain tissue has been sent off to some medical facility to see if he had any kind of traumatic brain injury or anything like that. So we'll see if the results are that. Uh, Fifteen other Air National Guardsmen are being disciplined and the Discord server leak that happened again a couple months ago. Was that Rumble breaking massive like Joe Biden chant breaks out? Yeah. Anyway. So the Air Force is taking action against fifteen members. Of the Airmen First Class, uh, Jack, whatever his last name is, chain of command for their role in the security breakdown that enabled the 21-year-old to remove classified information from the office and post it online. Now again, don't know how their stuff works. I know for a fact on U.S. naval ships... Every single computer that's used is monitored in a centralized location that, at least, the ship that I was on was right across the hall from the CO's office in Birthing. And they monitored everything that every computer did 24-7. So, you know, stuff like this wouldn't happen. So again, for I don't know exactly what his role was, what he did, but judging by his dress uniform in that picture, he's not an extremely high-ranking person.
which means there should have been tons of safeguards in place to make sure that there was no security breaches whatsoever. Because from higher ranking people, I get it because they're usually on the other side monitoring everything with less monitoring on them. <clears throat> so the higher up you are, the easier it is to get top secret information. So again, forget how the rating goes. I know my dad went through all this stuff to get his background check. It, he had secret, top secret, classified, above classified. We're basically the four. For his everyday job that he did in the military, he had to have a top secret. <clears throat> Since he's able to pass all that and they needed someone for, you know, the more classified stuff, he went through and he had a classified clearance. Now, granted, it's classified on need-to-know basis, but still, it's extremely hard to get these background checks. I, my wife's cousin was denied his secret because of people his parents knew when they were kids but defense bill would let air force retire a10 f15s but not the 22 <clears throat> so there's talks of since we have the f35 that's replacing basically the fighters and our fighters and should be replacing the f22 But they're not going to let them retire the F-22. The F-35, if I remember right, yeah, I have to look into it. Again, there's always um, configurations for the different jets they put out. One of them is going to be like the A-10, <clears throat> but it's going to be a standard platform. So, again, military is always trying to retire stuff to get more advanced equipment. Then <clears throat> this one that I write it down. So like the US's F-35 program. They have 450 of them. They're going to have 2,500 when it's all said and done. So 1.7 trillion dollar deal with around 1.3 of it for maintenance and upkeep and operation to plane meaning that each one of the f-35s is costing the u.s. 160 million dollars yeah which is supposed to replace a ton of these jets but they're not taking the f-22 out of service yet so we'll see how that goes So, more disheartening news, if you didn't think we were going to war anytime soon. Eight NATO representatives will visit South Korea this week to go over just cooperation in the Indo-Pacific. Again, we don't really have a NATO for the Pacific countries. So, NATO, because the U.S. says, hey... 
for funding all this shit. You guys have to do what we say. NATO's going over to meet with South Korean representatives. Just more putting shit out there that again, I don't think the U.S. is going to be able to handle war on all these fronts right now as it stands even with NATO's help. So, U.S. is replacing the mighty ATACMS with precision strike missiles. So, the Army Tactical Missile System is... So, it's a short-range... Got a picture of it? Short-range missiles, and they're replacing it with a batch... Or will be precision strike missiles now. So, again, short range, more precise, more ability to hit moving targets, more money that we're spending that we don't have. So, our sanctions might finally be working two years into this war. Russia aluminum... Producers warn of crisis. So the price drop they're talking about could affect 5,000 jobs in just the aluminum production sector and could cost 30,000 jobs in Russia with or in all sectors related to the aluminum process. So our sanctions might finally be working. Let's see. Other NATO countries blast the U.S. for blocking Gaza peace resolution. So, there was a vote. In the U.N. National Security Council on Saturday. And the U.S. said no. Israel has the right to go in there indiscriminately and hunt down and kill Hamas, and there's going to be civilian casualties, but it is what it is. Damn dog's barking. I told him he's stuck outside for the next hour. So this whole article is fun. Stupid dog. All right. Hold on. Okay, sorry about that. Still a little too early to wake the kids up for school. Now, so, the new ICBM will take U.S. nuclear missiles out of the Cold War era. So, again, this is the whole Sentinel program that they're going to replace the stealth bomber, our ICBMs in the silos, redo the silos. But they're pointing out they're trying to get more support behind it. It's 
want to upgrade everything. Take everything from analog to digital. Otherwise, we're going to, hey, we're going to redo living quarters. We're going to redo, you know, the galley. So even the chefs have better equipment to make you better food. We're going to just make life more enjoyable in this whole program. So, $96 billion Sentinel overhaul involves 450 silos across five states. With all of that, you run into... Or, so we put a delay on this because of the 9-11 wars overseas. But you do have the problem with some of these higher ranking people stating that we have an analog system cannot be hacked whatsoever. When they want to do a test, they have to dig up miles of cables, splice into the cables to run a test on the specific ICBM that they want to run the test on. Everything's hardlined. Thousands of miles of hard lines between command and missiles back and forth. Another thing to point out is in what the nuclear missile fields located in Colorado, Montana, Nebraska, North Dakota, Wyoming. So again, fastest way to hit Russia is over the North Pole. That's why I want to hear people say, I live in Montana, I don't have to worry about a nuclear attack. No, you do. You got the nuclear field through Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, Nebraska, North Dakota. Those five states have to worry about being hit with nuclear warheads. But anyway, they have to do maintenance in sub-zero. Sometimes as low as negative 40 degrees. So they do it all pen and paper when they do their um, maintenance on all this stuff. Because the iPads aren't going to be able to handle the frigid temperatures. So the concern is... One of the concerns is when they do maintenance because it all has to be done digitally once the whole system goes digital. On how well the maintenance is going to be able to be kept up in the wintertime in these states. You also run the risk of, again, you're taking it from an analog system to a digital system. Everything that's digital. You know they say it can't be hacked. Look, every time an Xbox or PlayStation comes out where they swear up and down it can't be hacked. It gets hacked. There is black hat turned white hat hackers that get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to hack into systems before they roll out so they can try to shore it up. Not to mention, every single company that rolls out technology has a backdoor to get into it, into every single system. U.S. government does not develop anything, they buy stuff. So again, that was one of the concerns is, hey, whoever does this system is going to have a back door into it.
forever. You get one bad actor into that company, they'll have access to the back door to the U.S. nuclear program. So, do our nuclear weapons need overhaul? Probably so. Should they go digital? Fuck no. They should stay analog. Again, in order to hack into the system now, you have to get onto one of the top or classified military installations where, again, there's a difference between a normal military installation and these classified installations. You hop a fence into a normal base, you're going to get arrested. That's that. Dude, into one of these classified places, they can shoot you on sight, no questions asked. There's parts, times in the military where, like the military police would be trying to do an investigation. If it's any classified section, they can't access everything. They get the little crime scene, and that's it. They don't get to see anything else. Even these guys with clearances. Yeah. My father-in-law works for a company that when they have to go onto a regular military installation, I have to give them my information for part of his background check. Goes on to classified one. I don't give them my social anymore. I give them my DOD number so they know, hey, alright, this is everything. Like, they have my military record for him. When they go on, they get to pull their tools out of their bags. They get into a blacked out van where they can't see anything. Driven to the site. Fix the plumbing issue. Driven out and leave. They have armed guards around them the whole time. So, keeping everything analogued, they're not going to be able to hack into the systems. So again, I think we should keep our nukes analogued. Technology is not always great. Let's see. China rocket. Chinese rocket passes over Taiwan, according to Taiwanese defense minister. Again, there's more and more increase of China. China's being assholes. We'll just say it nicely. Again, with them. They're shooting Filipino supply ships with water cannons. They rammed one, which they claimed was the Filipinos' part. They said they abruptly turned as they're being shot with, you know, can or fire cannons, right? So you just got this whole mess of stuff. Every time the U.S. goes into what they considers China, China considers theirs. They try to chase them out with their military ships. They follow them with planes. It's a matter of time. We're going to war. That's, that's all there is to it. This current administration is pushing really hard for the U.S. to go to war. You can speculate why they think so, That's, but that's what they're trying to do. So, ExxonMobil and other U.S. oil majors defy Venezuela, Venezuelan dictator's orders to withdraw from Guyana. They said no. So, again, ExxonMobil and a few, 
apparently a few other U.S. oil companies are the ones that discovered the oil. So they're drilling. Again, Venezuela was a capitalist country overtaken by socialist socialist dictator a lot of humanitarian catastrophes happened in that process again one of the richest resource countries in the world kind of like Libya crumbled falling apart under this whole you know socialist thing they're now saying that Three quarters of Guyana is their property because the U.S. found oil and they want the oil. They also found a big oil reserve off the shore. We're drilling it. Now again, if we're down there and we're drilling it, we should be and we should be taking it all. I'm a dick like that though. Go to war. Like again, we went to war with Iraq and Afghanistan and then we just surrendered Gave it all up, let the Chinese come in. And which one is this? Iraq? That has a huge lithium reserve underground that they could be mining. And we're pushing for lithium here, but we gave it up to China. One of the two countries, I don't know. We pulled out of the Middle East. China's come in. China's building up better relationships than we did. We went there, we went to war. At this point, we should have just taken it all over and said it's ours now. Plain and simple. Well, yeah, so U.S. Com companies are mining or drilling for oil down South America. Now, we'll move on to, you know, more just... More political type stuff in this one. Man who allegedly killed six had previously been bailed out by Soros-backed group. So this happened down in Texas. Uh, KSAT is a San Antonio affiliate. So reveal that Alright, so KSAF first revealed that a man charged with killing six people in a series of deadly shootings last week was previously bailed out of jail by the Texas Organizing Project. This is a Soros-backed nonprofit, I think. It's what it's based under. But Soros gave the organization $1.2 billion dollars uh, this guy was arrested twenty twenty one. Where's that? All right, so he's previously arrested February twenty twenty two. Bear County, which is San Antonio. They bailed him out and again, whenever. So, they bailed him out on the domestic disturbance 
he ended up killing, I think it was two people in San Antonio and four in the Austin area. I believe that's his parents that he killed in San Antonio. I forget who they said he killed in Austin. But anyway, the DA in Bear County, or in San Antonio, is a Soros-backed, well, I won't say 100% that a Soros-backed, I couldn't follow the money trail completely. But everything he espouses is aligned with all the other Soros-backed DAs. Now, like, my wife's grandma lives in San Antonio. I'm like, I won't go to San Antonio. She didn't come see us. <clears throat> she was bitching about how... Somebody was getting released from jail for killing or attempting to kill somebody in their family. I don't know the whole story because, to be honest, I don't associate with them much. But I was in there and I was looking because, you know, going through all the DA stuff. And I was like, huh, you've lived in Bear County almost your entire life. This event happened in Bear County. The Bear County DA is the one that's in charge of all this stuff. I'm like, the people you vote for is the reason why this is happening. And like, she's like, what? I'm like, you're diehard. I only vote Democrat. I was like, there's a reason why shit's so horrible. And it's the people you vote for. And this is the shit that happens when you vote for these people. So needs to say, I don't go to San Antonio ever when I'm in that region. I just don't do it. Because so I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, I live in Texas. It's now constitutional carry. I do have a concealed carry permit. I carry everywhere. Knowing who the DA is, I won't go into Bear County. Like, I look, I'm like, all right. Every region that has a... Democratic district attorney I will not go to. Funny thing is like the county I live in it's like three quarters ran by Democrats. But they are the classical liberal that align now today's society align more with Republican conservative types. That in. I know the sheriff, all that stuff. So, I'm not concerned if shit goes down in my county that I'll be held responsible for defending myself. So, I actually had a ton of other news articles. I think over the last three days I've read, I've read a hundred and something, two hundred news articles about just the stupid shit that's going on. I think I had like 40... 50 plan for this. I'm like, uh, I no. Like, so, just a ton of shit happening. Let's see, what else is going on in the news that I missed that I didn't cover in any of these articles? I don't know. Just a bunch of stuff. Just know 
that the government hates you, you're on your own. And it's going to be on you to defend yourself and to be prepared. Again, I get emails. I have different affiliates. Talk to them. Their prices are going to be going up because, again, the U.S. US government has placed orders for a bunch of freeze-dried materials and MREs and stuff like that. So if you're interested in freeze-dried food, all you got to do is comes in the bucket, you bury it in your backyard, you throw it in your closet, has a 20-25 year shelf life. Understand that, buy it now. Again, they have Christmas specials going on, stuff like that. Purchase it now because it's only going to get more expensive next year. Again, we're looking at war on four or five different fronts. Start a garden. Learn how to garden. You're going to need a garden. Again, World War II, the German public had to have victory gardens. Look that one up. You just, the Wikipedia page for victory gardens, and it goes over every country in World War II that their population had gardens. And I'm the, I think I have it on the website. I have to go through them all again and start relabeling stuff. Again, another thing to look at, body armor. Gold and silver, if you're interested. Again, you don't buy gold and silver to get rich. You buy it to um, hedge against inflation. Speaking about gold and silver, let's pull up CNBC. Maybe. Don't do this to me, punks. Yeah, again. So I live in the middle of nowhere. My internet sucks. If you can't tell by these streams. Looking it up, I was like, oh. I was like, according to, you know, looking stuff up on the internet, I shouldn't stream with how crappy my internet is. Alright, so, stock market looks like it's up, should be up. Asian and European markets are up. It closed up yesterday. Oil's under 80, which is good. Hey, look, gold fell to 2,000. Silver's down to 23. Copper's up, silver's, again, they're not close to where they peaked at last week, but keep an eye on that stuff, because again, people smarter than me say that if gold takes off, if gold hits 3,000 an ounce, the economy's done, basically. Again, if you're interested in homesteading, completely off-grid everything, Practical Preppers has pretty much everything you need to be off-grid. Prices aren't that cheap on that stuff that you want to be completely off-grid, but check them out. Solar generators at all powers. Again, bug-out vehicles. You need extra power. Where's I going before I start talking about all this? Oh, so another thing. Should have it on here somewhere. I gotta go back through and find it. But in World War II. With petroleum and stuff like that being hard to come by because we had to feed the war machine. They actually gave you diagrams. The U.S. government gave you diagrams to make a gas fire where you can burn wood or any other kind of organic material to power your tractors. So you can still plow your fields and stuff like that. I'll find that and I'll put... 
If I have to put it on again, I'll put it at the top of the second page. I'm downloadable when I find it. I'll re-upload it again. Having information like that, though, is going to be key to survival. Again, it's one thing if you have, you know, a couple thousand pounds of rice and beans stocked up. Things like that. Hunting fishing are another thing that you're going to want to learn how to do. If you don't already know how to do it. If you're watching this live, I'm going to assume that you know how to do it because... I just am. I think, again, making an aquaponics system. If you have a yard, now again, if you live in an apartment, something I've suggest like the Garden Tower Project, if you have a balcony or something, because again, <clears throat> grow 50 plants in four square and four square feet. And then the let pot is it's going to open, maybe. Indoor little grow bed with a grow light that you can grow vegetables, herbs, stuff like that indoors. If it'll load. <clears throat> Again, not super cheap, but you know, high tech system will let you know if you need to add water to the system. He'll get up to your phone. He'll let you know if there's any problems with the system. But you can grow a lot of stuff indoors in this little thing. Again, they're... What? Is it like 300, something like that, 400. On sale. So the max is on sale for 289 Which again... If you live in an apartment, I would invest in something like this. Start growing your own food. The more food that you can grow, the less you can be relying on the current supply chain, the better off you're going to be in the long run. And I got, if you have more acreage and you don't want to do aquaponic, I want to say acreage, if you have more space. Although, when I lived in Columbus, Ohio, I lived in Columbus and I had three quarters of an acre lot. It's had about a half acre once you take the house out. So I had a decent amount that I could do. But still, if you want to go in ground, I recommend composting. You're going to get chickens. Um, build them a little chicken run around it, and they'll eat a lot of the bugs. So you don't have to worry about pesticides or anything like that. Yeah, even in Columbus, Ohio, I was allowed to have six chickens in my backyard. So, and livestock, chickens are the easiest. If you have more acreage, you get different livestock. Again, so I have three acres, roughly. So I can do, honestly, I would do a cow and a bull, and then their offspring every year, I would send off for turning into beef production. Honestly, I probably would just do the cow. And I'd have my buddy bring over one of his bulls. Be like, look, she needs to be impregnated. Because <clears throat> again, down here, unless it rains, I'm feeding them and the feed costs a lot. <clears throat> but look into stuff. Look into rain collection systems, especially if you live in a place that doesn't rain a lot. 
And the more surface area that you can get, that you can collect rain from, the better off you want to be. Grow garden. Again, so I'm down in South Texas, deep South Texas, so we'll have our freeze. Our big freeze will come probably the first week of February, and then afterwards I'll start planting in the ground. Again, working on a hydroponic system, or an aquaponic system, where I can grow fish and vegetables, and I can do that year-round. That I want to build inside of a greenhouse. These are types of things that, especially if wars looming, if we're going to war on four fronts, pretty much our supply chain's done, it's dead, especially if we go to war with China. Our food process, the bulk of that's going to have to go feed our war machine overseas. So learn how to garden. Again, aquaponics, you want to grow fish. So you'll have that source of protein as well. Learn how to hunt, trap. Again, I got guys for all that stuff over here. Check it out. Get the information again. Read slowly through here. There's a reason why I have this. It's for informational use only. You're responsible for your own actions or anything that results from anything you read from this page. Be smart. But there's stuff down through here that might be helpful if all the shit hits the fan at one time. Again, China, Russia, North Korea, Iran, all pretty much have it. So if they know they're going to go to war with us, their plan is to hit the continental U.S. with a EMP <clears throat> or massive coordinated cyber attacks. You know, a silent warfare. But read down through here, and there's some stuff that could be pretty helpful. So... I got other stuff that I'll put up here eventually that you might find helpful in an all-out SHTF, but you need to be smart, you need to be prepared. So yeah, again, I reference this one a lot, the Blackout Warfare. This is where it goes over the top four countries that the U.S. thinks are problems for us. And they all pretty much adopted the blackout warfare, massive cyber attacks, EMP, stuff to knock out the grid, to sow chaos in the United States so we can't effectively fight back. So again, remember, the government hates you. They have continuity of government, but not for the people. you have the extra money, get a bomb shelter. Now, I keep telling the wife, I'm like, hey, look, I'm going to start my own company. She's like, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to build bomb shelters. She's like, well, I, like, I took some architectural classes. I got some engineering stuff. I know a bunch of civil engineers. I can do it. And she said, you're a fucking idiot. No. And I said, okay. <laughs> so, if you're a millionaire or billionaire... Go ahead and look in the bomb shelters, too. Might save your life. You never know. With how unstable the world is these days, you never know.
again, we go to war with Iran. Pretty sure they have sleeper cells here. We got, again, listen to Alex Jones. His interview with Tucker Carlson, he cover, covers a little bit of different terrorist groups that they know probably have sleeper cells in the country. And if we go to war with these certain countries, they'll be activated to sow chaos and disorder in the U.S. so we can't fight effectively overseas. So that means it's on you to make sure that you're prepared because chaos happens here, you're on your own. Again, look at what happened after Katrina. Government can't help you. They don't want to help you. You're on your own. So, I guess we'll end that there. Just, again, the world's going to shit, and you're you're going to end up being on your own. Again, my goal is every war game that happens with EMP, 90% of the population dies in the first year. It'll be a minimum of 18 months to get all the power back on. I want as many people to survive this as possible. And the more people that are prepared, the less likely somebody's going to show up at my property. Again, I joke about it all the time. Does not have it in here? That Money Metal Exchange, the Don't Tread on Me Silver Coin. Again. That, you know... When I think it's getting closer to the time, I'll drop hints of, you know, exactly where the homestead's at. And I'm like, yeah, if you show up with a couple of these, I'll let your party in. Give you guys jobs, set you up with a place to sleep at night. And we'll have a little commune going on. But again, you don't buy silver coins and stuff like that to get rich. You buy it to hedge against inflation. So, again, it's not financial advice. You do what you do. Talk to your financial advisor. See what's best for you. But, again, so all the preps I have, all the rice, the top ramen, the macaroni and cheese, all that stuff's investments because everything that I bought a few years ago and packed it up and sealed it properly have almost doubled in price for what it is today. So, I look at prepping as a full-on investment. Yeah, food, water, shelter, shit ton of ammunition. Then start looking into, you know, uh, with the ammunition guns, self-protection stuff. That's what we look into the body armor and stuff like that. See if it's right for you. Then you look into gold. Or actually, before that, I would look into solar, wind, Alternative cooking sources. Pretty much how can I live off-grid and then look into gold and silver. That's just me personally. Again, talk to your financial advisor. See what's best for you. But gold and silver is the last stuff to actually look at when it comes to preparedness. So, with that, easiest way to support the channel. If you want to support us, leave a like, follow, share it, whatever. Again... Once we get towards the end of winter, I'll have more prepping style videos coming out again. But yeah, we're kind of in a stalemate right now, waiting for the freeze to happen so I can go out there and turn the ground and all that fun stuff. But, again, leaving a like is the easiest way. If you want to support us financially, first thing I recommend, check out the affiliates. 
that way you're actually getting something for the money other than me talking shit about this and then other showing stuff. I also recommend everyone look at the affiliates, get an idea of different stuff, use it as a jumping off point of, hey, this is how much this costs, and then find the cheapest price. Although, in the prepping world, you do kind of get what you pay for, so be aware of that. The other way, again, locals, $2 a month. Once I actually get more people, you know, subscribe there, again, We'll fill out locals with a lot more content. But again, easiest way to support us, just leave a like, share it, whatever. Again, in the coming months, you'll see a lot more prepping style videos again. Yeah, so with all that being said, go check out the website. It's in the description below. Again, the downloadable section has tons of information. Check out all the different affiliates and just get prices and get an idea of type stuff that, you know, might be beneficial. Again, we have the blog that goes over a bunch of stuff. Leave a like. Share it out if you find this stuff helpful at all. And with all that, be smart, be prepared, stay